When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Alex Rampernard Rasmussen, Melissa Kirk, and Andy Rampernard. And he's not on. Oh my god. Is it? Oh, yes, he's right here. No, it's not. Her mic is not on. Well, way to be ready, you guys. We thought it was foolproof. All right, we'll be right back right after this. Kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant. Bradshaw and Bryant. It's time for Team KQ Walzer's third annual Tour to Cure ride. Join me. Doug Sprinthal, Michael Bryant, and a ragtag group of riders as we raise money to fight diabetes. This year, the ride is Saturday, June 1st, and starts at Boom Island. We take the 26-mile route. It's a ride, not a race, so people of all abilities are welcome. It's a worthy cause that raises millions to support research for a cure for this terrible disease. Go to diabetes.org slash kqwalzer or email doug at walzer.com for more information. Da, 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 da. Now we're talking, ladies and gentlemen. Does your mic work? I don't think so. Andy's going to fix it. I'll yell. Hello. It's our first show from the new studio, which is right across the parking lot from the old studio, basically. But I love this room. This is a great room. I know. I like it, too. We've got art with we've got fish. Art, and we've got art. We've got a hanging lantern oh, or God. whatever that is. Uh, now that you said lantern, I can't think of the real word. Chandelier. Chandelier. Apparently, they're saying, everybody's saying they can barely hear me. Barely hear you. I can hear you I fine. Can hear you loud and clear. Well, I'm talking about the listeners who actually matter in this conversation. Oh, okay. You know well, what I'm talking I'll just go about. home. Uh, okay. Since I don't matter. Yeah, Joe. Joe even says you can barely hear us. Well, maybe you should take out his earplugs. Oh, that's nice. And then. I'll get it. This lotion smells really good. Yeah, there's an adjustment oh. with the mold, so... Yeah, there always is. It'll and be and fine. Dad being back, too, is 
that it seems like every year whenever you come back it's like <laughs> nothing's Your working everything's in. terrible eh, whatever okay Holy we'll talk mackerel. to you tomorrow what who just okay. got way louder oh it did yeah he just got way louder <laughs> joe says tell alex i listen using earbuds so we're good to go there don't worry about a thing turn them on joe <laughs> <laughs> okay this is what you need more abuse plug them in more abuse that's all you need yeah he just got way louder so i guess his maybe what? that fixed it joe can you hear him Ooh, now? there you go How's the mic works, can you hear him now can you hear me now no, you're really why can't we quiet. hear you she's really quiet i i'll yell <laughs> I still hello but when andy tapped it it sounded really loud I don't That's get that at very all. Strange. Ooh, now I got my mic at the proper strange. angle. <laughs> this is going to be the change to a new studio <laughs> deal uh, after a year. Yeah, apparently uh, they, they leveled the entire floor. They they evicted the entire floor o- over at the, the other joint. And I don't know what happened, and I don't want to know what happened, but yeah. somebody did something. Should be good no, now. Not with us, though. With my mic? Oh, oh there. Okay. Yeah. Now you're talking. My mic's still not loud enough, I can tell. You're definitely, you went, in my headphones anyway, you got like way louder. Did it really? Yeah, you sound good okay now, now to me. Okay, good. As long as it sounds good to you. Yes. The rest of it will all work out in the end. All right. So we got a bunch of really good guests coming up today. We've got uh, Peter Hardesty, Pete Hardesty, uh, Adulting 101, Wisdom for Life. Really, Wisdom for Life? That's well, I it. think some adults do need it. I, I need it. <laughs> Marilyn Singleton will be with us. Dr. Marilyn Singleton, hoaxes, scams, and your medical care. Adrian Washington will be on later on this hour because I, I really like Adrian. He's a really, really good guy. He's got a comedy show, One Mic uh, Enterprise. I'm pro- I guess is that what the ENT stands for? I think for? it's entertainment. One Mic Entertainment presents Mother's Day weekend doubleheader in St. Cloud with Adrian Washington. It's at the Red Carpet Nightclub. I know exactly that. I've been there before. Oh, have you? I know it's hard to believe, but uh, you know what I'm saying. It all works out in the end, doesn't it? So, yeah, so I, I really like the new place. Everybody here is very, very nice, too. That's the other part of it mm-hmm. that works for me. Um, you're louder on YouTube than you are on the app. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're fixing that right now? Everybody's on the same page. Yeah, he's working the kinks mm-hmm. out. It, it mm-hmm. looks. Well, no, it's fine. It's you know <laughs> what? A, hey, we got a multi, multi, multi-million-dollar radio station that doesn't work this well. So what does yeah. that tell you? Yeah, it wasn't an easy transition. I mean, just trying because you know no. we were kind of broadsided by it, and but I think we came together and we worked it out as best we could, and here we are. It's so Monday. Explain to me so what Hashtag. the deal was because I found out from you guys we got the hook. <sighs> <laughs> uh, not we, but uh, I mean the entire, everyone. The entire I, floor got the hook. So I, what? What happened? The I, owner got the hook. Well, what wow. happened was, is I went to studio that Friday, and and I was glad that I mean, not to say that it ruined your vacation, you had to stay here, but I was glad that Andy was here because I was thinking I was going to have to produce the show, and then I get an eviction notice when I get into the building, <laughs> and I'm that's like. True. Uh, I think I need to make a few phone calls, and so that's when I called Catherine and you and had to give you the bad news. Like, okay, whatever, um, whatever works for you, so, it all works but for me. We got right on the ball, started looking for um, space, and you know, Bob, we were kind of tag teaming with Bob because Bob was in the on the same floor as well. Yeah, but he did find it. Well, he's the one that got us in that building in the first place. You know? Yeah, and he Daddy. he did find a. Um, a new place, so. Is he out in YZ or something? Mm-hmm. I think so. Or, I thought he or, said I, that. I think it's Minnetonka, but it's uh, like pretty much YZ. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I think it's off of. Is it off of 169? It's off of. Oh, 55 Carlson. and Carlson Parkway. Oh, okay. Well, so it's, it's not that far. Easier yeah. for him too. Well, we want to make it easy for Bob. You know. <laughs> yeah, he said him. it's a lot closer. Yeah, to his for house. him. Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. The only thing I will tell you is there, there are a few people over in the building, uh, people, you know, that work for Shapiro uh, Law Firm that I will miss not seeing. They were very, very nice people. Izzy, I heard, did, did you guys go to Izzy's retirement party? I was planning on going, but I kind of got caught up with kids, so. <laughs> All 11 of them? Yeah. Okay. Um, trying to balance, yeah, and so I, I just could not swing it. Uh, to get out here, but um, I did give her a hug, and she wanted to wish you well, and Catherine. And Where's she, she going to be? Is she going to go anywhere? 
No, I think she says she's going to retire. Oh, God. <laughs> she's full-on retiring. Let's get Izzy over here. So, I know, that's what I told her. I'm like, can you just come with us? <laughs> basically, in the last 90 days, Mark Rosen, Jeff Passalt, and now Izzy have retired. <laughs> what the hell is that all about? Yeah, she was super sweet, and I'm going to miss her. I wonder if it was difficult for Channel 9 last night to actually be nice to me because Passalt was retiring. <laughs> I looked like it was very painful. It's like... Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah. So what's what's Passel plan on doing now after retirement? He's taught he'll be living in Florida in the winter, and he's going to live in Wisconsin, northern Wisconsin, in the summer. He's going up to the cabin. I think. Oh. Going to live at the cabin, but we're hopefully going to put a studio in his cabin up there so we can do the KQ Morning Show from there. Oh, that'll be there cool. and Florida. So would he huh. be on KQ more now that? I don't know. I, I'm hoping. Oh, I'm I hoping love it he when is. he's on KQ. I know he's really, really good. But it was so nice of him last night because I, I recorded it. I couldn't stay up because it was on 10 o'clock. But I re- watched it today between shows, and it was, it was very, very nice. I mean, like I said, I've known Passolt uh, since he was 17 years old, so it's been a long, long time. It's pretty amazing. That was the old uh, Cliff, now Lauren Siegel Football League is pretty much what it was. Uh, could not have been more fun, but that's where I met Jeff. Uh, he came out with his older brother, Dave, who I had played football with before many, many, many times. But he brought his younger brother, Jeff, and Jeff and I just became friends and ended up working together. Good God, I just thought of this, 31 years. He's been on the morning show for 31 years now. Wow. Good God. But everybody's retiring. What the hell? It happens when you are old. <laughs> yeah, I said, well, they they got old. That's too bad. But I uh, not you. Then I found yeah, not me though. And then I found out one of my favorite people in the radio business is retiring on July first, which I'm not wild about either. I know it's it, it just happens. I guess when you get to a certain age, everybody just starts retiring. I I can't see myself retiring. I could never retire. Well, it's I like always have to do something. That's just how life is. It's like everyone you know is getting married, then everyone you know is having kids, and then mm-hmm. everyone you know has kids graduating from college. Like everybody just kind of does the stuff around the same time. Yeah. And so now you're at the retirement era of. I feel like they're retiring younger though. Oh, yeah, Jeff's, Jeff is not that old. Actually. Yeah, because a lot of people don't retire until they're at least in their 70s. Yeah, my grandma, she didn't retire until she was 73. Yeah. That'll be about it for me, too. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, we got many, many more years left. That's when my, Whatever. my father-in-law just retired, and, yeah, he's 72. So yeah. The good doctor? Yep. How's he doing? I haven't seen him in a while. Good. He was at our um, Easter celebration, and, yeah, he was Oh, good. he was? Mm-hmm. Well, that's the ticket. I'm glad to hear it. Yep. In any case, ladies and gentlemen, the new uh, place, like I said, we're right across the park. Well, basically, we're about a block away from where the other one was, but it's in the same general area. Um, yeah, this room sounds really good, too. There's not a whole lot of echo or anything. It does sound good. Can you, except for... So when you move around, well, it's <laughs> you, you hear that? moving around constantly. Well, just, just do this. Don't shift. I can't sh- <laughs> I <gotta> shift. <laughs> I like it. I'm going to do this. You need the ability <laughs> to shift. I talk to the guy. Yeah. It'll be fantastic. But no, it's 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 great. It was very, very nice. Uh, I, I mentioned him on the morning show. Mark Sherman took care of us on this deal. I met Mr. Rivkin just down the hall. So that's going to a bunch of really nice people in here. I met Brenda at the front desk. She's very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got to love so, Brenda. Yeah, you got to love Brenda. You know. <laughs> Everybody loves Brenda. Long before he was racking up win after win and oodles of cash on Jeopardy, James Holzhauer. Have you guys been watching this? No, I don't even know what you're talking about. He is going to be, I would think anyway, he's going to be uh, the biggest winner in the history of Jeopardy. He's already uh, about within a million dollars of Ken Jennings. And Ken, and he's only been on like 21 or 22 shows, and Ken, it took him 75 shows to do it. But uh, James... Bets everything, like double jeopardy and all that stuff, or what is that called? One that, yeah, double jeopardy is it double jeopardy? Yeah, he bets everything when he gets a double jeopardy thing, or because he's just like, I know everything, he knows everything. everything. It's unbelievable watching this guy. Isn't it amazing how some people just have their brains just hold on to everything? Yeah, well, that's what it is, and and it's not only that, obviously, the guy's extremely well read because, like, it's the 
combination when you put together titanium and umervian, what I'm do like, you get? It's like for sure. Bitsman number seven. That's correct. I'm like, what the hell? How do you even know that? But yeah, very, very impressive. Chicago Tribune has unearthed an article that appeared in its pages January 1989 when Holzhauer was just four years old and in junior kindergarten in Downers Grove, Illinois. His teacher, Mary Boyle, told the paper at the time that Holzhauer floored her on the first day of school when she mused aloud that there were 16 boys and 13 girls in the class and wondered what the total number of students would be. He said 29 and never batted an eye. Well... 16 plus 13 is not that hard to figure out. What kind of teacher are you? A bad one. <laughs> well, <laughs> but I suppose, you know, I suppose for a little kid like that, it's, uh, you know, four years old. Well, you would know that, though. 29, 13, 16, 13, 29. At four, no. At four, no. No, you not, don't think so? That I don't think I learned addition until first grade, so I had yeah. been like six. Yeah. Oh, really? I was yeah. Say, like, that's probably, yeah, seven. Well, see, I keep forgetting that I started school early, and that's why I was, that well, was four. When you were four, you weren't doing... Probably weren't doing math. Like Andy was. addition. No. Yeah. Well, some I think some kids do have minor abilities to be able to do that. Not probably not double digits, but at least single. digits. I was going to say single digits. I could see yeah. like a four-year-old, depending on because some four-year-olds if can you work read. with them. Yeah, and yeah. some four-year-olds can read. But they're not going to just learn it. Yeah. By looking at. No. <laughs> like you have to teach no, it. No, I them. suppose yeah. that is true. Yeah. And it's, you know, they might not be doing addition, addition. They might just have a good memory for, like right. my mom said, two plus four equals six, you know, yeah. kind of stuff rather than actually doing the math. I can't remember who told me the story. I think it was my grandmother. Yeah, it was my grandmother. It was my father's mother. And she, she was laughing like mad because she talked to a little kid. The kid was probably about five, something like that. And she's laughing like mad. And I said, Grandma, what are you laughing at? So that little boy came up to me and said, I can count one, two, three, four, five, but my sister can count six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't register with him that yeah. he was doing the exact same yeah. thing she was. <laughs> That's funny. It just didn't register with him. So which I thought was very sweet and very cool. So you know That is funny. That's like Fawn sings she's at the alphabet. At the point when singing the alphabet, it's like H I J K M P. It's just like a slur, of, and I'm like L M N O. Yeah. God, I, I tell you, this morning when I kicked off the morning show, right at five thirty-eight, five forty, whatever it was, I said, "Always be thankful, no matter what you do for a living. Always be thankful and be grateful that you're not in morning radio, because I get up every morning at four four thirty. I cannot believe how negative the news is. Now. It's all oh. really negative. You know, Democrats prepare contempt vote. Bartender who served mass shooter is charged. Uh, Madonna complaining about her daughter. My daughter doesn't have my drive. Uh, is there anything positive in the news at all? No. There's never... What, there was actually... Wasn't it like two years ago that there was this big stink about the news and how there needs to be more positive stories in the news because it's all just so depressing and nobody wants to watch the news anymore and so every once in a while they'd be like a puppy ran <laughs> Not anymore, though, <laughs> through a field and back to murder like but yeah no the news is so depressing it's really incredibly depressing whether it's in the newspapers news delivery services or on television it's just really negative and it's diana ross says she felt violated at the airport Everybody gets patted down eventually. You just got patted down like everyone else there, Queen Diana. Royalty that you think. She said, when I was on stage, I was treated like royalty. When I was at the airport, I was treated like shit. Oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> amazing. You got patted down. They're trying to keep you alive. They're trying to keep you safe. Yeah. Calm down. That's, I mean, and it's not like... TSA is super great to everybody, and then all of a sudden to her, they were like, you look suspicious. Really ridiculous. We'll be back right after this with the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. 
It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Spring is here and there's no better time to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me. And it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they want to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK spring savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them I sent you and save 500 bucks on your LASIK. Offer expires June 21st, 2019. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offers. You know, when Passel started at Channel 9, this was the news theme they used. Oh, my was God, it really? funny. That's right. I forgot <laughs> about that? that. And now, time for the Channel 9 news. <laughs> it's really intense and news. Thank you for the who for just giving us this. So yeah, I'm sure it didn't cost them any money using this song. Yeah. Baba O'Reilly. That was I the love, whole deal. I love the who. Yeah. Yeah, well, absolutely. Why not? Why wouldn't you? It's absolutely true. Adrian's going to call in about five minutes. Is that right? I believe so. I think you said quarter two, right? 11.45. Yeah, quarter two. About four minutes. Adrian Washington's going to be with us. Great guy. Really good guy. Good young comedian. He's got a, uh, a show, a Mother's Day show this weekend in St. Cloud. We'll talk to him about that in a couple minutes. Um, yeah, I mean, look at this. Uh, oh, Game of, did you see the deal with Starbucks and Game of Thrones? No. No. Mm-hmm. There was a scene in Sunday night's Game of Thrones, apparently, and up over the guy's left shoulder, you can see a Starbucks cup. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Product placement. Yeah, or, or not. Yeah, I guess you can see the, the thing just sitting there over his left shoulder. Didn't they have another thing, though, in Game of Thrones where um, I want to say something about uh, President George W. Uh, Bush's oh, head think, was on a pike or I something think, yes, like that? Yes, that's exactly what it what? was. And they said, no, it's not him. It was just like fake heads or whatever to make it look like people were decapitated. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. all of them, like a bunch of them look like our former president. Yeah, like they the did. Phase. Oh. I do remember I that. I didn't hear about that. I was that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't. That. My family, like my mom and my brother, are obsessed. They actually went and got specialty Game of Thrones Oreos just for Andy to eat at their house. Oh my god. They what get, does that even mean? They, That's all they I have need. like the Game of Thrones house symbols or whatever on the cookies. Oh my and god. he and he always eats the cookies so, when he goes there. So they got him Oreos, but they got Game of Thrones themed. Oh so god. is Game of Thrones like kind of the mature version of Harry Potter? No. I mean, it seems like they're trying to market it that way. Honestly, yeah. It, it's like, what is it good? Not quite Harry Potter because it's a little too. It's like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. But, it's probably more Lord of the Rings, Lord but of the like Rings, but nasty. Just with way more sex in it. <laughs> yeah. Basically what it is. And killing. Lots of sex and murder. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's when they lost me because when it started banging his sister, I'm like, I'm good. Yeah, episode yeah. one, I was Basically. like, yeah, I'll try it. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not for me. Yeah, I people love it. I still want to know why it is the guys who weigh five bills like George R. R. Martin, they always wear skipper hats. It is I very know. weird with the skipper hat thing. They all wear the skipper I think it's a hat. complex or something because you had L. Ron Hubbard who did the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah, he had the skipper it's just hat. like, this is what we do with these types of guys. I guess. I you know. gotta wear a skipper party hat. One. Somebody oh told God. me that he, that, that he got married and now he's getting divorced or something. That'd be a little spendy, I bet. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's Unless not there was true. A prenup. Who the hell knows what the situation is, but uh, NPR's 40-year-old morning theme music is gone. What does that mean? 
Oh, is there a, a national public radio morning show or something? Is it on all the radio stations around the country? I listen to KQ, so I don't buy Yeah. <laughs> KQ's on my station. Oh, suck up. <laughs> Anyone who puts NPR on in, on in the morning is surely familiar with the morning edition theme music because it hadn't changed since the show's debut in 1979. Until Monday, that is, when the show revealed updated music for the first time in 40 years. You can hear its debut and compare it to the original if you like. The New York Times is a longer version of the new music, which was composed by Man Made Music, a studio that has provided themes for HBO and IMAX. Musicians involved in the project talk about it. It's not a decision that we took on lightly. Meg Goldthwait, uh, NPR's chief marketing officer, tells the Times, we want to freshen the uh, music and get it ready for what we hope will be another 50 years. It just feels like it was time. The reboot is designed to appeal to a younger, more diverse... You're making a mistake. I'm telling you. You're, that's a, you better not abandon your core or you're going to get burned to the ground. Uh, that's exactly what happened to television. <clears throat> television abandoned their core audience to try to be younger and more diverse. And everybody went, really? This sucks. Why don't you take this home with you? It's terrible. <laughs> well, seriously, you guys don't watch television, do you? Mm. You guys watch Criminal Minds, I heard. We do, and Once Upon a Time. But those are both old. Well, no. Criminal Minds is not over, but we're Almost. watching the old <laughs> stuff still. Because now, how, old, how old? Because I love that show. I think they're, they're going to be starting season 14. Of Criminal Minds. Oh, it's been yeah, on seasons. Yeah. I love it. Would you think they would run out of, <laughs> yeah. out of murders criminals? and yeah. criminals, but they There's don't. Never <laughs> enough murders. Um, yeah, and then and Once Upon a Time was um, was about, I think, seven seasons. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's I watched the norm. The, I watched the first two seasons, I think. Of Once Upon a Time? Yeah. We Beth like Disney. Beth Laterman works so. at KQ, so that's her cousin. What? Yeah, he started. He, he, Beth Laterman's cousin is a guy who, who wrote Once Upon a Time and produced Once Upon a Time. Oh, cool. That's the ticket, so that works well. We have a caller. Hello? Hello? Is this Adrian? This is Adrian, Tom. How you doing? Not too bad. How are you? So you couldn't come and see us. You couldn't drive down too far to go. And I can't just hang out with my buddy Adrian. So what? So you got a big show this weekend? I I'll, understand. I'll drive down tomorrow to hang out with you. <laughs> well, there you go. So tell me about the show. You got a Mother's Day show, right? I do. I do. I got a Mother's Day weekend coming up. Hold on. Just feeding back at you. God, you are such a disaster. It's I... unbelievable. <laughs> All right, we're good. Yeah, I usually only do a Saturday show, but uh, I wanted to close out the season strong. My season meaning I'm done at the um, red carpet for the summer, oh, you where are? I do my home shows at. Mm-hmm. So I got a Friday show, doors open at 8, uh, and a Saturday show, doors open at 8. But I'm bringing comedian tricks from Toronto. Mm-hmm. I met him down uh, at the Big Pine Comedy Festival in September, and it was and he's just phenomenal. He's got a new album out called uh, For the Children, and it's on all uh, streaming networks. But he's super funny, and I'm a headliner. We're just going to co-headline it and have fun with it, man. But uh, he won the 2018 World Series of Comedy. He's been on Kevin Hart's LOL Network. Um, he's performed at Just for Laughs. In Montreal, really, New York uh, Comedy Festival, and he's a serious XM top finalist. No, I, I should mention to people that, um, well, yeah, serious XM is important too. But uh, Just for Laughs is the largest comedy festival in the world, still, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is huge. literally the one that changes your life. Bro. It is. That's what everybody says. That if you appear at Just yep. Just for Laughs, your career will take off. And so many people, they they ran down the list of them. I tra- there's a um, there's a, I think it's Amazon, might be Netflix, though. There's a special called Just For, uh, what, what the, God, what was the name of it again? Uh, Inside yeah, Jokes. Exactly. Yeah, it's called Inside Jokes. That's what it's called. And it's about four, okay. five, I think, five or six people trying out for the Just For Laughs Festival. And I've only gotten through about three of the episodes, so there are three more to go. But, um my daughter's over there making all kinds of noise. You're a bizarre human being. Fort I want just you to know snapped. That. I know. Well, whatever works. Um, 
Yeah, but in any case, so so I, have you ever tried to go to Just for Laughs, Adrian? I'm working on it, man. Um, it, it's 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 tough to get in. Oh, it's very very tough. Reason, to get in. You know what I mean? Like, I, I've met guys that said nothing happened for them their whole career until they did that festival. And when they did that festival, everything just started kind of falling. Yeah, that's what everybody says so on, the, on the show Inside Jokes, that it, once you once you get in, you do have it made. And You know, Adrian, i got to ask you a question about comedy right now because all of these different people are doing all these different shows and coming to town, and uh, you, don't, you don't even know they're coming. Like Louis C.K. is coming to, coming to Acme this week. So, wow. Yeah, he's coming, he's coming on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I think the nights that he's doing. I don't know how that's going to work out. Yeah. You know, because there could be some women standing up going, want you whack it for the audience or whatever they're going to talk about. I don't know. Oh, my. But Bobcat, Bobcat and Dana Gould were at the Cedar uh, Cultural Center over the weekend, and I didn't even know they were coming. I didn't talk to either one of them. I left a message for Dana Gould saying, I wish I would have known about the show. I would have promoted it. But they didn't promote it at all. I think it was a First Avenue uh, endeavor. They didn't promote the show at all that I knew of. I didn't. Even, I didn't know they were coming, and I've known both those guys for years. And I, I left a text message for Dana saying, I, "Yeah, I wish you would have told me about it. I would have promoted it more because I guess it was not even half full." I, why are they doing that now, Adrian? Yeah, do you get that? I don't. I don't because I'm trying to work so hard at. I tell people my shows will um, fail because of lack of effort of me trying to promote. No, you do, but yeah, you put you know a lot I mean? of effort. Yeah, absolutely. You put a lot of effort into it. And, yeah, and so I don't know if it's, if it's the booker or, the, you know, the promoter that doesn't care as much. People just think because the name is there, then that's not doing it. But that doesn't work, man. Like, I always tell people, I said, I work every show just as hard as I did my first show. Like, I don't cut any corners and just assume people know about it. Yeah. Because that's what you got to do, like. I was blessed to be able to hang out with Chappelle when he was here a couple weeks ago. And, oh, you were? You wouldn't you know, hang out? that's a whole other Yeah. Uh, Donnell, I actually took Donnell up to the airport, and uh, we did a Sunday night. I need Sunday off because you guys drink like you would not believe. No, that's hard to and believe. Yeah, what are you going to do? It all works out in the end. Yeah, that must have been quite the thrill to be hanging out with Dave Chappelle because uh, I understand, uh, you know, I've never even spoken to him, but I understand he's a really good guy. He is. Like, he's so cool. You forget that that's $100 million just sitting over on the couch. Yeah. Just laughing at your jokes and giving you insight and just being a normal dude. Like, there was nothing... In the green room, they're like, no, 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 you guys can't come down here. Like, he's super cool. That is a great deal. Adrian, are you going to be in the Twin Cities at yeah. all this week? Um, I will come see you. Yeah, you should come back. What would be a good day for him to come down, Cassie? Um, I'll look right now. She's going to look right now. And if it works for her, I'd love to have you in studio and talk more about the Mother's Day specials and the uh, the season closing uh Closing performances that you're talking about. I'd like to talk, have you sitting right next to me so yeah. I can like rein you in. You know what I'm saying? Well, how about we can have them <laughs> right. uh, Thursday? Thursday from uh, noon to one. Can you do Thursday noon to one? Or are you are you available? Perfect. Okay. Right. Noon to one. I'm writing it down right now. Okay. Why don't Why don't we do this? We got to make because we we're not in the same location. We were work like one block away from there. We moved. So i got to make sure that you, uh, well, Cassie, you have his number, obviously. Yep, I will send him all the details he needs to know to find his way here. That'll be terrific. So so Friday show at 8 o'clock, is it Saturday one show at 8 as well? Yep, and tickets are available for, on Eventbrite. So if you just go to Eventbrite and just search my name, Adrian Washington, um, make sure if you want Friday show, you click Friday. If you want Saturday show, you click Saturday. But well, it's Eventbrite.com, both tickets. All right, excellent. We'll see you on Thursday then at about noon, all right? All right, perfect, man. I can't wait. Thank you. Thanks for calling in, Adrian. Adrian Washington, ladies and gentlemen, has got a couple yep. shows. He's coming down Thursday to talk about it. 
He's got shows Friday at 8, Saturday at 8, and then a Mother's Day special show as well. Really, really good guy. Really funny young man. Works like a madman to develop his uh, his career. Mm-hmm. He's just a good guy. Yeah, he is. And I see I'm, I'm friends with him on Facebook and everything, and he's constantly putting himself out there. And I yeah. think um, more, I, th- I wish more competing, comedians were like that and seem more accessible because some of them kind of just, they have this weird thing about promoting their stuff. Yeah, they didn't used to be that way. That's yeah. exactly what I was kind of pointing out, that even though I've known Bobcat Goldthwait for 33 years and I've mm-hmm. known Dana Gould for at least 10 years, that was about 10 years ago. When they, oh, no, it was about seven years ago that you met him, didn't you? What? <laughs> <laughs> Dana Gould. Oh, seven well, years? Know. No. No, it wasn't that long. It was like three. No, it was Four? not three. Four? Well, he's been on the podcast a couple times. Yeah, like in yeah. studio. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was like four years I think years the ago. first time it was when Gilbert was on. Oh, was, that's right. Oh, God, that's one of my all-time favorite. <laughs> that's when you found out, because that was in the small studio downtown. That was, not, that was before we moved yeah. into the big studio, so yep. that was many years ago. That was... That had to be, I don't know, four or five years ago, something yeah. like that. Yeah. But yeah, that's when you found out he was Gex, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, there you go. Andy and his Gex. <laughs> very, very happy. We will take a break right here. Be right back in a couple of minutes. Adrian Washington in studio on Thursday. Be right back with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, A little bit of news, a little bit of information. Got a couple of great guests coming up next hour as well. Looking forward to that. Randy Travis celebrate. I don't. um, The reason I'm reading this, I don't understand what they mean by this. Um, here, let me read the headline, because I don't know what this means. Star adds amen to Opry celebration. Okay? Star adds an amen to Opry celebration. So there was an Opry celebration, and then the person added amen to the end of it. Well, he has a, Randy Travis has a song called Amen. Yeah, Forever and Ever Amen. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so I'm wondering if that has something to do with it. I don't know. Randy Travis celebrated his 60th birthday with a crowd-pleasing appearance at the Grand Ole Opry on Saturday. Carrie Underwood was among the artists who sent video greetings. People reports the country star has made few public appearances since suffering a massive stroke in 2013. He was left in impaired speech and had to learn to walk again just before the stroke. Travis performed a moving Amazing Grace at a service for superstar George Jones. On Saturday, Travis sang the final amen in his hit, Forever and Ever Amen. What does that mean, the final amen in his hit? I have no I idea. No. I have no idea what that even means. Um, a memoir of music, faith, and braving the storms of life. I understand that whatever I have done for myself will pass with me, but whatever I do for mankind will remain. 
After revisiting his history, he says, In my waning years of ability, I have a clearer picture of the past. Travis, who has won seven Grammy Awards, was inducted in the Country Music Hall of Fame in 2016. Didn't he go off the rails there in, like, 2012 or something? Didn't he get really, if I remember correctly, Randy Travis got really weird back, like, six, seven years ago. Real weird. Well, he did. He just, I, I, get, I guess he would get all boozed up and mm. I don't know. I, I don't remember what he did, but. That'll happen. I don't really understand what they still still mean by the added final amen. What, I don't really understand what the hell that means. I don't know either. I guess you have to work at Newser to understand what the hell they're talking about there. But, uh, you know, I guess that's just part of the deal, isn't it? Um, I'd read some more stuff from uh, the news uh, delivery service. But uh, Pelosi reveals her 2020 fears. Biden to Trump, here's your nickname. Trump changes his mind on Mueller. Trump annoys immigrant labor critics with latest move. Uh, Everything is so negative. It is very negative. I still would like to know if politicians would someday, why don't you back off, get off your ass and serve the people? The, the reason you were elected. Why don't you serve the people in stri- instead of trying to tee yourselves up to get reelected two years from now or four years from now or six years from now? You know, why don't you do your job and then if people like your job, they'll reelect you, right? Mm-hmm. You'd think. What happened? And when did this all happen? Was this all ushered in by the Kennedys, you think? I still love the fact that he murdered someone and they still loved him in the state of Massachusetts. United States Senator, he he murdered her. He was pretty. Pretty. (laughs) Pretty drunk. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, uh, some people, oh, he stepped way out of line. Well, he didn't murder someone, left her to drown in a car, took her a half an hour to die. Oh, God. There you go. That's like my fear is being trapped underwater. Like my one big irrational fear is being trapped underwater. (sighs) Yeah, I can understand. And look, I'm not singling out Democrats to pick on here. I'm just saying I don't understand how somebody, if they don't agree with you, they're evil and horrible and the worst people on earth. And if they do agree with you, they can do whatever they wish and you don't care. Well. Well, it makes no sense. Yeah. Does that make any sense to you guys? No. I don't know why. I just don't have any loyalty to any party. Party. Neither where do it's I. like all these people are right no matter what they say. Yeah. Or like go to a poll and like anybody with a D next to their name. Check, check, check. Do you have any friends like that? Um, do you guys have any friends that are oh, yeah. locked in? I don't oh, have yeah. any friends that are, but I know people that yeah. are. They're not my friends. <laughs> For a reason. Well, you know, and I always bring up the fact that your grandma, my mother, was an ardent Democrat, but the Democratic Party was different then, mm-hmm. you know? It was always about labor, you know, DFL in the state of Minnesota for people outside the state. Well, it's not just the Democrat Party in Minnesota. It's not the Republican Party. It's the Independent Republican Party and the Democratic Farmer Labor Party. In Minnesota, Minnesota always have to be different than everybody else. Yeah. Oh, we have our own Democrats and Republicans. No wonder, yeah, no wonder they think we're part of Canada. Well, they do. Honestly, oh, everybody God, thinks yeah. we're part of Canada for that very reason. Uh, but, yeah, I just uh, I would like to see somebody who would shut up and do the job. That would be good. Right? Yeah, but I, I just don't see that coming in the near future. Not going to happen, I, is it? I I am so I'm so disgusted with politics. I used to follow politics very closely just so I could be informed. Yeah. And now it's just so much garbage and opinions. I yeah. can't even get it's facts like anymore. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. And, kind of. It's just like well. Yeah. And I I don't even agree with any of the parties. They're all to yeah. me they're all the same. It's just one side votes on one issue and the other one votes yeah, it's, on a different. Yeah. It's just yes and no. Mm-hmm. Bad and good. It's not yeah. any. Well, let's talk about it and let's figure out how we all feel. It's just frustrating. Well, I do remember when I went to school that it was taught, I was taught when I went to school that you listen to everybody's opinion and then you find out what the truth is, right? And now it's like, you cannot listen to anybody else's opinion but mine. Well, that's not really how things should work. Do you think? You know? Yeah. I don't get it. We'll keep an eye on them though. What the hell? We'll push them down or something. By the way, yes, I'm patting myself on the back for calling the fact that Charlize Theron has mental problems last week. She does. Uh, this is how Hollywood slaps you in the face, says Charlize Theron today, after holding up her own, her own children as human shields. 
Mm-hmm. Whenever, whenever somebody does that, they have to point out, oh, my, my two children are African-American, and they're also born boys, but now they're both girls, and, you know, and whatever. If it's true, great. That's, again, I'm not criticizing anything the kids are doing or who they are or whatever. I'm not talking about that at all. I'm just talking about these Hollywood pukes that hold up human shields because she wouldn't come out this week and whine about the fact that even though she's only nine years older, they wanted Charlize Theron to play Gal Gadot's uh, mother. In the, what's that? What, what does she play Gal Gadot again? What is that? Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Wonder Woman, yeah. Mm-hmm. They wanted to be Wonder Woman's mom, and I guess she was deeply offended by that. Mm-hmm. So she's that, that's why she was trying to protect herself last week, because she was going to come with the complaining this week. A six, five, uh, excuse me, a sick five-year-old who was uh, said to need brain surgery had that procedure postponed for six months, and it's because he was caught in the middle of a battle between his mom and his famous father. Katerina Andorfer Lopez, 32, tells the New York Post that shortly before the scheduled surgery on October 10th for her son Princeton, his third for a debilitating condition called Chiari malformation, her former beau, J.J. Hamlet, uh, of the boy band Union J., called New York Presbyterian and what the, in that call per NBC News, Hamlet 30 is said to have voiced his suspicions that Lopez has mental illness, specifically Munchausen syndrome by proxy, and was exaggerating that her son, uh, her son, their son's symptoms. It seems like she wants my son to be ill, Hamlet said, per a hospital report. A second hospital report notes Hamlet also said he had heard a doctor saying the surgery wasn't necessary. That call apparently prompted the city's administration for children's services to get involved in the surgery was put off while an investigation ensued. During that time, Princeton was placed with an aunt and a grandmother until Lopez was able to regain custody, she tells the Post. On April 29th, family court judge Jonathan Shim ruled that the case should be dismissed and chastised ACS uh, for the attention and manpower given to the case. Princeton has since had the brain surgery. Lopez's lawyer says she will be suing ACS for $10 million. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know about that. It's, yeah, whatever. Uh, Hamlet, meanwhile, tells NBC he was simply a, a concerned dad. You really think I could stop a team of professionals from doing an operation that was really needed? No, I suppose that's probably true. But uh, so, so who's ACS again here? ACS. I'm trying to think of what that is. And stop ACS. They keep talking about ACS, but I don't know why they make that reference. Something services. Child mm-hmm. services. Oh, yeah. Something uh, child services. Yeah. The, yeah, the, yeah, American child services. child services? Yeah, maybe. That's something like I'll that. I'll Google it. So they thought that this kid didn't really have a problem, but it turns out he did have a problem because he had to have brain surgery. Mm-hmm. Don't really understand this. I don't, you know. Again, I don't understand anybody's anything anymore. So you get divorced, and now we got to use the little kid as a pawn back and forth. You say he's sick, I say he's not sick, blah, 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 blah. Well, that's just showing the insecurities of being a parent. And, you know, because I deal with that all the time. I got a lot of kids I have to deal with. And, you know, sometimes that comes into play. They use the kids to, and it's sad. Yeah. You know, but I mean, um, you know, I just I don't I don't understand that because like my son's autistic, my oldest boy oh, is I didn't autistic. Know that. Yeah, he was diagnosed with high functioning autism and Asperger's, and I don't go around saying I'm an autism mom. Yeah, yeah. right. I, you right. know, because I don't want people to feel so. I try and treat him yeah. like any other normal kid. I don't try and I just I have to work a little differently because he processes things differently. But that's it, you know, and I don't. Yeah. But parents that do that kind of stuff, you just, you can smell the attention yeah. they're yep. seeking, and it's just, oh, God, just shut up and be a parent. Yeah. I know. Something is. That, you got to do something with that microphone. You can hear you breathing like mad. <laughs> Don't breathe, Alex. Yeah, I'll stop hit my head Alex. back and breathe. And then stop breathing, Alex. Hold my breath. Cut it out. It's very intense. Yeah, I think, I mean, that's the whole problem with looking at the news now is like, who's going to benefit from what this is, what's happening here? Somebody's going to benefit. Look, wait. God bless you. Algerie. 
Altery? Allergies right now. Allergy. brutal. My, oh my god, they're killing me. I go me. outside, my car is covered in this yellow cake oh god. dust oh, yeah, from tree yeah. pollen. Yuck. I don't even have allergies. Usually when I'm pregnant I do. I have seasonal allergies, but otherwise not, and I'm not pregnant, and I, this season, I, my nose keeps running, and I'm just kind of like, yep. <laughs> so yeah, it's extra bad if I'm feeling something. Mm -hmm. Well, it's weird about that. Well, I suppose it was a long winter, though, so that that probably doesn't help with all the stuff either. Yeah, and everything's kind of coming up all at once because we had that, it's summer and like 87 and sunny and then yeah. all that rain and yeah. Well, that's living in Minnesota. I'm just, it's just how it is and you know, there's no getting around it. Uh, I did a little recon for down in Nashville because I think the KQ Morning Show is going to be taking some people down to Nashville. This November, you spent some time there, didn't you? Uh, Nashville, I yeah. just I very little because we used to drive to North Carolina all the time when I yeah, was a kid, and right. there was a couple times where we stopped in Nashville and stayed a night, went to the Grand Ole Opry Hotel, and kind of right. did some sightseeing. But it is a beautiful. And the, the amazing thing about it is, the last few times I've been through Nashville, it's always been at night. Mm -hmm. So when we left driving on, you know, west on I twenty four. You couldn't really see the hills. The hills are just gorgeous. Oh, I know. Just beautiful. So I'm hoping we can get this put together because that would be a great trip in November. I'd love to do that. Yeah, that whole Nashville, Knoxville area and the Blue yep. Ridge Mountains, yep. that, that area is just gorgeous. It is indeed. You know, that's one thing I, I said to people driving across the country. You, the, the Kentucky, Tennessee, because yeah, you go, well, you go Tennessee, Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky, because I know you... I-24 runs back through Georgia for a little while, not very long, but a little while. But so from Georgia and Tennessee, Kentucky, Illinois, uh, you know, once you leave Tennessee, you're going to be you're going to be going uh, through Kentucky and then into Chicago. You go Chicago to Wisconsin, Wisconsin across. I am telling you, the scenery in the United States of America is spectacular. Beautiful states. I mean, Georgia is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. You know, Florida's got the ocean, so how bad can that be? But, uh, you know, Kentucky, beautiful, flowing, uh, like rolling hills and mm -hmm. just gorgeous land. You get up to Wisconsin. Wisconsin is stunningly beautiful. You I drive know. by I-99, 94. It's just gorgeous. I mean, I don't think we talk about Usually all you hear is America sucks. That's apparently what everybody <laughs> wants to say. Is, yeah, America sucks. Yeah. Take a drive across uh, your favorite part of America, whatever. You tell me something that beautiful can possibly suck. Mm -hmm. And it's a situation where where all these people thinking that we're never going to get along. It's just or It's not true at all. If the politicians and the Hollywood pukes would shut up, I think everybody would get along a lot better. I really do. Right? Yeah, I think so. But do you think it'll ever happen? Appreciate you think ever shut up? what you got and don't yeah. worry about the things you don't have. That's exactly it. It's just you live in a great place and, you know, hey, in Brunei I see they're voting to see if they should stop killing gay people. <laughs> they're well, actually having a vote to see if they should stop killing gay people. They're contemplating it. They're thinking about stopping <laughs> killing gay people. How do we feel about this? So, you know, gay or nay? So don't tell me that America, well, Bill Ayers, that best buddy of... Uh, Barack Obama, his whole thing was that every, everything that's wrong with the world is America's fault. Mm -hmm. Everything. You mean like bailing your ass out in Europe out of the World War II thing there? You mean like that? Would you rather this be a Nazi planet? Is that what you're looking for? Well, actually, yes. A Nazi lot of people planet. do want that. They so kind of do, don't they? So they can fight against the... They all want to be heroes, yeah. but there's nothing to fight, so yeah, they very, make very things true. up. All right, we'll take a break. Be back in the second hour. We've got uh, a couple of great guests coming in the second hour, as a matter of fact. Be right back with the family.